Thanksgiving is not just a holiday, it is a way of life. As we study the scriptures with Scott Pauley today, we pray that God will help us learn how to develop grateful hearts and homes. Have you praised God to anybody else today? How about this week? Have you recently said to someone else, let me tell you how wonderful my Savior is. Let me tell you what Jesus has done for my heart. Dr. Robertson used to say that most Christians do more witnessing in the first six months after they get saved than they do the rest of their Christian life combined. Why is that? Because when we first come to know the Lord, we're so excited about it, we want to share it with other people. And somewhere, if you're not careful, that enthusiasm, that holy enthusiasm begins to die down. We've been studying this week Psalm 107. Verse 2 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And then we learn in the following verses that there are three things you ought to say. Uh, The Bible says, Whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. So the first thing we're to say is we're to say we were lost. And then the Bible says in verse 6, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distresses. So not only should we say we're lost, we should say we met the Lord. And then in verse 7, the Bible says, And He led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city of habitation. So not only should we say that we were lost and we cried out to the Lord, but we should then say that He has changed our life, that He now leads us. Those are the three parts of a personal testimony of you praising God to someone else. But I want to read the next verse. Verse number 8 is the conclusion of this little section in Psalm 107, and it says this, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. I'm looking at the Scripture. You may not have the Bible open in front of you right now, but I'll just tell you at the end of verse 8, there's an exclamation point. I love to see when God gets excited. And I love to see what God says we should be excited about. Friend, the one thing that rejoices the heart of our God is when a sinner comes to Him. There's rejoicing in the presence of the angels over one sinner that repents. Well, who's in the presence of the angels? The Lord is. I believe the Lord throws the greatest party. The Lord rejoices most when sinners come to faith in Christ. Well, if they're rejoicing there, shouldn't we rejoice? Should we rejoice over our own salvations? Shouldn't we rejoice to share it with someone else? Shouldn't we rejoice with the opportunity to try to bring them to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ? One interesting thing, if you'll scan the rest of Psalm 107, you'll find that this verse, word for word, is actually repeated three additional times. So four times in one psalm. Verse 8, verse 15, verse 21, verse 31. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. I want to tell you that this is God's design for witnessing. This is God's plan. There are lots of plans and lots of systems that you can learn and use, and that's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with learning how to logically present the gospel to someone. But God's original intent was simply that those who knew Him would make Him known that those 
who had witnessed the change he had made in their heart would then witness that to someone else. Let me give you two New Testament examples. They may surprise you. The first is the Lord Jesus Himself. If I ask you what kind of ministry did Jesus have when He was on earth, someone would say, well, He had a teaching ministry, He had a preaching ministry, He had a healing ministry, and then we would get to the end to His redemptive work, His reconciliation ministry through the cross. All of that is true. But listen to the wording in John chapter 3. John chapter 3, verses 31 and 32 says this, He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly, and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. And what he hath seen and heard, that he testifieth. And no man receiveth his testimony. Jesus said this. He said, really what I came to do was simply to testify of what I've seen. Now, many didn't receive the testimony. The question, the issue is not, is everybody going to receive it? The question is, are we giving it? You're not responsible for their response. You're responsible for your responsibility. And your responsibility is simply to give your testimony. So if Jesus did it, shouldn't we be doing that? And then the second example I give you is not only an example from Christ, but then an example of the greatest Christian, arguably, that ever lived, which is the Apostle Paul. If you look at Acts chapter number 26, he stands before King Agrippa. And King Agrippa says in Acts 26 verse 1, Thou art permitted to speak for thyself. Listen to those words. You're permitted to speak for yourself. And when Paul begins speaking in Acts 26 verse 2, here's what he says. I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before thee. Listen to those words. I think myself happy. You know, your testimony ought to be a joyful one. It ought to be the testimony of a happy spirit, a happy soul, happy in Jesus. I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself. Could I tell you that every time you speak for yourself, you're actually speaking for your Christ. You're representing Him. You're His ambassador. I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before thee. May I ask you, I wonder who this day God will put in your path. Who this day God will put in your life for the one purpose of you simply sharing your story, the story of Christ in you with them. I think we need to get back to simply having conversations about Christ. We're talking to unsaved people many times about all the wrong things. Don't talk to them today about your church. Talk to them today about your Christ. Begin with simply what the Lord Jesus has done in your heart and in your life. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Several years ago, I was speaking at a men's conference, and I challenged a group of men to simply give their testimony to someone over the next several days. I got a phone call several weeks later from a very excited individual, from my friend, said to me, a dear brother in the Lord, he said, for many years I've been going to a nursing home every week and conducting a Bible study, a, a Christian man in a church. He said, I've been teaching the Bible, trying to win people to the Lord. And there was a man in his 80s in that nursing home that I worked desperately to try to bring to the Lord Jesus. He said he would never respond to any of our Bible studies. He would never allow me uh, to really go through it with him. He would never respond to anything. He said, after the meeting, he said, I was sitting at home one afternoon and it dawned on me, I don't think I've ever told that man my story. 
He got in his car, he drove to the nursing home, went into the man's room, and he said to his friend, I've talked to you many times from the Bible, but would you permit me to talk to you from my heart and just tell you how I came to know Jesus? He shared his simple testimony, his life before receiving Christ, how he came to know Christ and what Christ meant to him now that he was saved. When he got to the end, he asked that man, wouldn't you like to know Jesus? And that man bowed his head and prayed and trusted Christ as his Savior. And my friend said to me excitedly, it works. Your testimony works. And I said to him, indeed it does. You see, my friend, it'll work for you. Would you today, as a redeemed person, say so? Would you praise the Lord for His goodness and His wonderful works to the children of men? Would you let God use you? Could I give you the challenge I gave those men? Would you in the next seven days covenant to tell one person the difference Jesus has made in your life? Give God thanks and share your testimony. We thank God for you and trust that today's study was an encouragement in your journey with Christ. For additional helps, visit us online at scottpauley.org. And remember, grateful people are the ones enjoying the journey.